How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Because the Internet Podcast. We're here with episode 14 of a jam-packed show with post-NBA finals. We have NFL news, of course, as always, and then we also have the Olympics going on. And a couple other topics that um, we don't usually have. So first off, obviously, as always, I'm joined by Steve. Steve, how are you doing? I'm good. I, uh, I'm craving a half lemonade, half Sprite right now. That's what I'm talking mm, You want to dive right in then? Um, no, just final probably NBA new. Well, I say that in the NBA trade deadline just opened up. Our True, we got the draft coming so, up. So I was going to say the final NBA news for a little bit, but probably yeah, not. For the, for the close the book on the uh, 2021 regular season. Yeah, so obviously we live watched um, the Bucks win. Um, but since then, it's all about been kind of Giannis show and the parade as always. The parades are always kind of a news spot. But first off, Giannis was doing the Instagram lives with his girlfriend um, in the background usually. And the, the one that went viral uh, was mm-hmm. him going to Chick-fil-A because he's apparently obsessed with Chick-fil-A. Um, well-known fact. And yeah, apparently ordered, that's his thing. Yeah. I even Pat Continent said that today. So that was like that's like his go to spot anyways. So he went there. And because he dropped 50 in the finals last game, he got 50 mm. um, Chick-fil-A nugget minis or something. I think they're called the chicken minis. Um, and a, an amazing combo that I just does admit, well, I don't know why I didn't think, but lemonade and Sprite. So half lemonade, half Sprite, which yeah, sounds like the just, best drink of all time. Sounds like the most refreshing like mm-hmm. summer drink ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything, Giannis, I mean, he's just one of the most likable guys in sports, I feel like. Um mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say he's like a cocky guy because he just like it just seems like everything he sort of does is like with a little bit of lightheartedness. Like I saw him getting some shit for making comments about how he won the championship without um, super team. You know, he could have like gone and ran to a super team like he's just he it's probably a benefit to like his background, like not growing up in like this strict like media circuit where it's like AU, like you know don't say anything too that could be perceived as too controversial where he's just sort of speaks his mind and with like positive intent and and you know we all get to enjoy it so yeah mm-hmm. he, he for a long time he's been someone uh that has been fun to watch i remember so like a couple years ago there was the uh, the blowjob bell. I don't know if you if you're aware of that. Oh but. yeah, I didn't know that was that. Well, I it, obviously all of the Instagram lives started coming back up again. Um, yes, week, yeah, but, they so kept I circulating back. I don't but know. Yeah, if I, was, I probably saw it live, but then put it. Back <laughs> I mean, it was just like again, like uh, an intimate gift that his uh, girlfriend bought him. Um, you know, and it said like ring for ring for blowjob, and he's mm-hmm. on he's on his Instagram live with like fifty thousand people watching, and he's just like oh like. Um, I remember, I always remember he's like, uh, he's like Greek freak on the court, freak in the sheets, baby. Mm-hmm. Like he, he just, he's just so lighthearted. The girlfriend's yelling, like there's kids watching you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so yeah, awesome. Couldn't be happier for him. Uh, I do think international players are loved a lot more too. If they get like good, like I feel like Dirk was always like one of those two. Like, you think by big... the fans, I would say by the fans, definitely. Like, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. Of Obviously, they don't usually aren't in the same circles like in the players' unions and yes, stuff like that. But yeah. like, like you don't usually like Dirk never joined a super team, mm-hmm. even though they were around when he was later in his career. He easily could have joined one and one one. Yeah. Um, Luke beat is kind of doing it beat, now. Beat a super team, you know, with with uh, yeah, true, yeah. One of the you know, on his own, so, so 
Um, but uh, like Luca's kind of getting that now too. Like it's all love. Like no matter what fan base you're a fan of, it's you like Luca. It's funny that they're both the Mavs too. But yeah, they're just built different. I mean, they're they're sort of forced to turn. They're sort of forced to become adults at a younger age just because like they're playing professional basketball mm-hmm. at 18. Where you know for the past two decades it's been uh you have to go to college and just sort of like have a bit of a smoother transition yeah you're like baby through aau baby through like your first year of college if not right right and over there you're 17 or 18 playing against like grown men and some you know european league for this guy that's you know been there for 20 years mm-hmm. um so yeah tons of fun to root for um it's been fun watching their celebration and yeah uh you know pat Connaughton, he's a, a local guy to to us as well which i wasn't mm-hmm. aware of i knew his background about him being uh really good at baseball too but i wasn't aware that he was from the area um, yeah i i actually didn't know either i remember i saw i think someone retweeted him and it was sent talking about how bringing like mm-hmm. one back to massachusetts or something like that yeah, um, you had PJ P. Tucker who like spent probably six, seven years of his career already to this point, like playing overseas because yep. like he wasn't really. It was really his time on the Rockets that sort of reinvented his career. Um, Drew Holiday, you know, he, him and his wife are like they donated their entire like the entire rest of their twenty twenty one salary it may have been their salary last year once the league started up um but she is a soccer player i believe um i feel like i know it but i don't know i forget who it is yeah she's a i'm pretty sure she's an olympic soccer player or, mm-hmm. or uh sorry uh professional, I'll know who it is women, as I look at it, professional women's uh u.s soccer player she has a couple gold medals with the yeah, women's oh, lauren holiday that makes sense yeah um but they, yeah they both like donated their salaries to black owned businesses and um yeah, I mean, it's just it's cool too. Like Middleton and, and Giannis both like only playing with each other, so it's sort of like big brother, little brother. Um, yeah, tons of fun. The parade seemed like a good time. Um, bus driver seemed like he had somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, that was cr- that was so funny because I, I used the I think the tweet was like, yeah, bus driver doesn't care about like your parade at all, and it was it literally looked right. like getting on the bus for like high school sports. Like the you get on like packed it up and it just gas. That man is paid by the trip, the round trip, and not by the hour. So he was hauling ass. And and you and I, who have been to a couple of championship parades ourselves, like that would have, like I, I would have been so pissed. Like you know, we we go down there. Obviously, it it was pretty. You know, it was it was a fine day out in the summer. But you know, I can only imagine us standing in the Boston Common, <laughs> soaking wet after snow and rain, only for a duck boat to go you, by. You at see, like Tom Brady's hair waving by, like you can't even see him. <laughs> it's mean, just like you can see his hair. Right? Yeah, that's. I mean, you can't even you can't have the fun of like throwing beers to the the guys on the on the top of the boats and things like that. So, um, but yeah, cool cool stuff for them. And yeah, as Rob said, we're already diving right into um, because again, we have another short off season. Obviously those guys i did did anybody have a worse 48 hours than devin booker who had to hop right on a flight to tokyo japan Mm -hmm. after losing uh in the final so that is uh pretty tough obviously if you're middleton and you are um drew holiday a little better for you because you know you're probably popping champagne and things like that on the private you know flight over mm-hmm. um but yeah tough tough stretch for them uh but yeah short off season we got the draft coming up we got 
free agency it's come up we got um, yeah they're already starting know. about draft picks um alex uh Giannis's little brother i saw that he got a tweet about him from nba central and bleacher no. report today um it was just like a highlight reel he's he's going to the indian Pacers for a pre-draft workout today okay and Giannis had like been a quote in the past thinking like he said like alex, i definitely think alex can be better than me wow um so obviously high praise. He, he, looks, he, he looks like Giannis, like almost like a the Giannis like rookie year pick. He's very tall, like he's not as tall, but he's very lanky, yeah. skinny, and just like if you if you know if he sees how successful it was for Giannis to just get muscle mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it's like sky's the limit. And he looks, I mean, he shot a three, and I'm look, I have his highlight tape like here, and he shot a three, so that's already better. Interesting, yeah, <laughs> but he looks so a lot. He, he looks uh... smaller. I don't. It's hard to tell because he, they're kids, and you don't know if they're like even one fully grown two. How do you like? I don't know how tall the other kids are, but yeah, so he definitely and looks you... smaller. You got um, besides like the college combine and things like that. You have uh, um, the drama and like the constant recruiting that's coming out of the Olympics trip, which I know we'll get to mm-hmm. like how the team is playing in a, in a second. But um, I saw a report today, and again, these things they come out, and you never know how true they are. Um, but I saw a report that Dame uh Lillard was basically airing his frustrations out at like a team dinner so you know all of all of these guys are are uh you know trying to recruit and it's always interesting to see what leaks out um yeah I mean a couple of players that are potentially on the move this offseason are there and yeah I'm literally reading an article right now it literally just popped up on Twitter as I hit refresh negotiations underway before free agency officially begins and it's all it is is a little blurb it says in 2019 the NBA stated an intent to crack down tampering they didn't do anything or they didn't really enforce that last year apparently not this year either it's like an Mm -hmm. NBC article talking about how like everyone's like talking for agency already even though it hasn't opened yet yeah I mean because there's like there's literally like no separation between uh like the the amount of time that goes between season then the draft and then free agency mm-hmm. is so much shorter right now. So um, I have a feeling that it's going to be a pretty quiet off season um, just because the draft isn't really that stacked. And um, again, you have another short off season. Mm-hmm. I have a f- feeling, especially with a lot of the injuries that happened last year, I feel like a lot of teams will, go back to the start of the season as they looked and then mm-hmm. yeah if you're like the lakers the jazz uh like anyone that had like a big injury you're like well if we do if we were fully healthy like we were as good as that sun's team or whatever right the trailblazers too it's like you know you don't have to trade dame this mm-hmm. offseason you don't if you're the 76ers you have ben simmons for another four years if you don't have a deal that you like this offseason like you're not forced to trade them um so I, I have a feeling it might be an interesting trade deadline come uh, come next season. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's kind of like the well NBA talk. Well, obviously, like we said, we'll talk basketball. We we'll talk the Olympics, obviously, because they're going on. But first, um, kind of like the breaking news. Um, it, I wish we. It's it's so weird when we record on Tuesday because like sometimes it's perfect because we're coming off like the new the weekend. It feels news like dump. a year ago, honestly. Yeah, like, like yeah, we, well, we literally watched we literally watched the NBA finals. Yeah, last episode last week, and that feels yeah. like two weeks ago. Yeah, so and then sometimes the Tuesday is good though because it's like coming off a Monday morning, like weekend news dump. Yes, um, yeah. but then also if anything happens on Wednesday, it's like or Thursday, it's it's a it feels like it's multiple weeks before we record again. But so this news mm-hmm. was like I think Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday after we recorded. Um, but the NFL coming down on co- like coming down on like just more restrictions on COVID um, versus the vaccination. So 
anyone unvaccinated like has to go through more protocol any free agents that want to be picked up have to go through different protocol if they're vaccinated versus unvaccinated essentially meaning Mm -hmm. that if like you're a practice squad guy to guarantee your spot you pretty much have to get vaccinated because they're just going to cut you because it's just not worth like the waiting periods and too much hassle yeah with how with how much those guys move up and down rosters and then the like free agents like obviously we're barca fans so the boy will compton's trying to get a workout in like someone like him who's on the fringe of making an NFL team. It's just like, if you don't get vaccinated, you're putting yourself at a huge disadvantage. Coaches are getting fired. Um, locally here. we had the Or they're assist- stepping away, right? Not getting fired, right? I saw, I saw getting fired. Like I saw assistant line coach for the Patriots said fired. Yeah. Or let I go. Thought- I, I don't know. I, they, would say, I they don't say he- fired, obviously. Yeah, I th- I thought he I thought he and the guy from uh, the Vikings, right? The assistant coach, the Vikings, Vikings, just stepped away. I don't know. If maybe maybe it was. Up, but... I it some it could have been like a Twitter thing saying like, oh, he was let go, but then it was. Really yeah, refreshing. I think it was let go because I mean it would have been. I feel like it was obviously shocking to see them stepping away because of their refusal to get the vaccine. But um, I feel like it would have been even more of a story if like Belichick fired somebody because yeah. they they wouldn't get the vaccine. Um, I even saw right now that. Um, Ron Rivera, you know, who just beat cancer last year and had everybody rallying around him, um, said that he's extremely disappointed with his locker room. They have the the football team has the lowest vaccination rate amongst mm-hmm. like the 32 teams. So, you know, he's he's a guy that's like super immunocompromised because of his cancer uh, diagnosis and treatment and all the radiation and chemo that he had to go go through and um yeah, so I don't know. Did you did you find any information on well, it? Or? So y- yes, he, they both stepped down, but they would have been fired had they got to the season. Because as the NFL is requiring all tier one employees to be vaccinated, and mm-hmm. so they just stepped down before that like happens. So like, right. if they so were to camp, right. they would have had to get it, or they would have been let go. Right. So they. I don't. Fired I don't know. Either, yeah, I don't know if anyone because like obviously camp started up too this week. That was another news thing we had. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some people that were we were, were seeing if they would show up to camps showed up. Um, so that happened. So I imagine the same thing with the coaches. I don't know if they had to be by camp or by season start or by preseason start. Um, but it's yeah, like I mean, it was essentially the NFL. Meant, like, it was essentially the NFL sort of strong arming, um, saying like we're not going to force. It's the same thing that companies all over the country are, are you know, facing those decisions right now. Is like, do you um, can we force or or do we force? Because I'm pretty sure it's been deemed legal in a lot of different uh, situations but mm-hmm. can you can you f- tell employees that you have to get vaccinated in order to come into the workplace um the nfl is not something that you can do full-time remote so yeah. um yeah i mean the the fines the the forfeits i mean the forfeits i feel like are a pretty big big deal i mean the nfl bent over backwards last year to yeah make to, sure all uh, games went on yeah i mean what? if you th- I'm trying to think back to last year. Like we probably would have had, like the Titans would have would have had to forfeit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Broncos probably would have had to forfeit because they had that game where they were like picking up a quarterback off the street. Yeah, um, I guess it's a little different now because the vaccine is out there. So like as long as you have enough vaccinated, right? Players, I'm just saying. I'm trying to think of like team. scenarios yeah. that it, that it would play out. But yeah, I mean, by now that's sort of what they're saying is by now. And I think they said seventy percent of the league, like of the players, have been vaccinated. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not a huge like crisis but it's something where they're trying to limit an outbreak um they yeah. said that they will not under any circumstance extend the season a week yeah to so it is literally straight forfeiture if you can't field 
a full right. uh, whatever 20 whatever how many of it is 22 plus special teams of of vaccinated players mm-hmm. yeah and um yeah i mean the fines too was a big thing so um you know i i really don't envision you having many nfl players stepping away but again it's like i mean if you look at some of the answers that that these guys gave um you know dak prescott being like oh you know i'm not going to answer that question because of of hipaa like that's been i saw (laughs) that uh that tweet i sent you um from uh jesus and marrow they were like saying you can't do something because of hipaa is going to become like the new instagram chef uh sprinkling parsley on a dish (laughs) that like absolutely doesn't need it um you know like I would gun to my head right now. I would say Brady's probably not vaccinated and knowing his history of selling, you know, water that is supposed to make you immune to concussions. And mm-hmm. uh, even last year during like the ramp up to camp, he was selling um, like a, a supplement that was like supposed to boost your immunity. Like at the time that it, like people are trying to figure out like what's the deal with the vaccine. Yeah. Um, so I would say he's not vaccinated. And after we learned, how he basically played an entire year with a torn MCL. I can't imagine that he's going to spill the beans on that. And, and mm-hmm. like, I don't know if he, if he misses some time because he gets sick, like, can you trust that they'll say that it's, he's sick because of COVID? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the NFL, like where the NFL steps in like there, it's like the concussion thing. It's like supposed to be like a third party doctor that diagnoses a concussion, but really never mm-hmm. is. Well, I'm talking like with with COVID, like that's um, what I mean. That's what I mean. The Buccaneers doctors will say he doesn't have COVID, but it's like right, where does the right, NFL right. step yeah, in with like, a third party doctor to like give him a COVID test, sort of. Yeah, thing. and Bruce Arians was one of the ones that like led the charge and saying like he's going to fine him like what fourteen or fifteen grand um, mm-hmm. if if uh, you're unvaccinated and you cause like you you miss any time because of it. So um, yeah, I mean it's fascinating stuff to see how it uh plays out you got um you know who were the players that were really vocal about it last week it was you know cole beasley has been going off about it uh deandre hopkins right sort of flirted with retirement mm-hmm. um for that's what i was gonna say these older guys that like maybe they only have one contract left anyway just say mm-hmm. whatever i'm done yeah. not that deandre is like that old old enough that he's made his money because he's been good yeah yeah so yeah that'll be that'll be interesting to see and uh you know it wasn't the well, before we move on to uh, the White House, you had a couple of updates on, uh, we've talked about it on the show, monitoring some of the big uh, question marks about who's going to mm-hmm. show up to camp, who's not going to show up to camp. So um, what were some of those updates this week? Yeah, smaller, but not small locally. Like Gilmore was, it wasn't really like he was going to wait out um, yeah. the contract. It's more of just like, he's probably just going to leave at the end of his contract, but still sh- him showing up as you know, at any time, big news, like tra- the training camp pictures always are big news, but the biggest one obviously is Aaron Rodgers. Obviously it got leaked, not leaked, but someone close to Rodgers camp said the day before camp started, essentially that he was going to go essentially and wants to just get that year out. Then it comes out that he gets like mm-hmm. the way they reworked his contract. They essentially it's free cut clean dry at the end of the season. He can leave if he wants. Um, there's no like contract overhead. So, so he's there, he showed up, um, and, and so that's kind of like the major one. I think also Jamal Adams is in a contract dispute with the Seahawks. He showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like most people are showing up, not holding out. Um, and then like the big one was Rogers and the contract negotiations is huge. Cause it's essentially saying like one more year and that's it. And then obviously the pictures with him and Devonta Adams doing the last, like 
essentially the last dance. The last dance. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, do you think it's um, one more year for the Packers or one more year in the NFL? Because I, I like, I totally envision him doing like a Brady and essentially like picking his spot next year. Like, no, that's I've seen definitely, a lot I think of, that's like, it. Cause you, yeah, cause I've seen a lot of people say contract. one more year and I don't know if they mean like one more year till retirement or one more year with the Packers. Like that's, they haven't really clarified that. No. Cause like, I think similar to Brady, if it was, if it was retirement, like one more mm. year till retirement, he wouldn't have restructured the deal because he can just walk at the end of it anyways. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need that clean break at the end. Um, so I, I mean, obviously all of that clean break does is it does give him an option to pick. So it's like, he'll have his like mm-hmm. suitors and stuff like that. It's like, if he can go to a situation like Brady went to the bucks, it's a no brainer. Like if the, if the Denver Broncos really rebuild this year and can prove mm-hmm. to him like, Hey, we could, we actually could make a run at it. I'm assuming he'd go. And like you said, it's a f- free agent's always easier than a trade no matter what, because right. going back to the basketball, like Dame, Dame Lillard, like the team at the end of the day does not have to trade anyone. Mm-hmm. They could right. I mean, out. you could find, you know, and it's the the landscape of the league changes so quickly, like year to year. You know, you can find a team. You know, I don't know, maybe maybe the Falcons next year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe they're able to put some pieces together. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan retires, and then boom, like Aaron Rodgers just steps in, or or yeah. maybe the Saints situation, like their their quarterback situation, doesn't really clear itself up, and he can just step in. So yeah, there's a there's gonna be a couple options at least. Yeah, so he'll be able to figure that out, and um, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see. And then we obviously had Deshaun Watson as well, mm-hmm. um, who said that he will be reporting to camp. I don't know how long he'll be there for. Um, I sort of feel like the NFL was waiting. Um, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, is the NFL going to suspend him? Is are they going to do this or that?" Um, they didn't have to because he wasn't expected to be anywhere. But mm-hmm. I feel like when he shows up tomorrow. Uh, to camp as it says that he's going to um, they're going to pretty quickly move him to that uh, commissioner's exemption list yeah uh, which I think they said like they kind of already hinting at anyways yes that's been like leaked and um, his update with his like legal case was that um, I saw one thing today it was like if uh, if you thought that both sides were going to settle anytime soon. Here's an Instagram post by like one of the accusers lawyers. And it was, he was like, Deshaun Watson is uh, an immature horny teenager. And like, <laughs> that was, um, that was what they were saying. And uh, it looks like they've ramped up uh, some of the accusations to criminal charges now. So they're trying to like, I, I think it's always funny when you see this legal game play out, like, I think they, the accusers and like the, the attorneys saw the announcements that he was coming back mm-hmm. and planning on returning, even though he was still requesting a trade and they were like, all right, we're going to return by like ramping this up too. So um, it is a fascinating though, how both of these guys ended up like folding, like just let's talk about like on the field stuff. Like yeah, they ended up folding. I mean, that was one thing we talked about maybe a couple of episodes in, was the longer this goes on, the longer, uh, the more likelihood it is that uh, they're just going to end up back with their same team again. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I mean, it's weird the Watson one kind of took backdoor to Rodgers, I guess, because Rodgers was almost obviously because of everything going on with Watson. Rodgers was kind of more in the public eye with the vacations. True, know, the, the match and stuff. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, the match. So it's like, I get, I get why Rodgers is more talked about, but mm-hmm. I think we kind of forgot about that Watson did request a trade in the middle. 
all that situation going on with him. So yeah, it, it was crazy. And like you said, yeah, they end up folding. I think Watson kind of has to because he does, like he knows to himself like he holds no trade value if he's not even gonna be able to play. Where mm-hmm. Rogers, it's like Rogers kind of held all the cards in his hand. And I think Rogers got what he wanted though. At the end of the day, he's gonna get a clean break, and he can, like you said, go to another team next year without yeah. hindering them. Because like same with the Bra- like Brady, if the Patriots traded Brady. Um, like to the Bucks, and then the Bucks had to give something in return. Mm-hmm. It hinders the team he's going to. So it's like I imagine these guys late in their career don't want to also hinder their the team they're going to because then it hurts their chance to win. Clean break. Rogers kind of in a way gets what he wants, and he almost gets to like make good with the Green Bay Packers fans by saying, "I'm giving you one more year." Because I already saw like comments saying like from Green Bay Packers fans saying like, "We got him back." Like exclamation point. Even if it's only one more year. Yeah, one more year to lose in like the divisional round or, or yeah, the, yeah. Hip, the well, they cut Blake Boros today, and Blake Boros has two wins since like 2017 in the playoffs, and so does Rogers. So tough, um. tough look. <laughs> but I mean, that is that's an interesting thing to consider too. Is um, like yeah, he basically gets one year and yeah. can figure out what he's going to do, and and he's you know he's never been one to bite his tongue during the year. He's sort of always made his feelings known so i can imagine he's going to be one of the most fascinating stories to follow this year is, yeah. is the the weekly comments you know after mm-hmm. every loss it's his post-game press conference is going to be must watch because he's probably going to have something to say yeah and, and he's controlled the story from start to finish essentially mm-hmm. too like i think even if he did leave and like they traded him or whatever i still think packers fans would have been on his side like the way it all played out like the way he controlled like kind of the narrative on the front office and the managers and all the yeah, coaches and all that yeah. stuff there was there was very little I started to hear it a little bit recently of like, well, what does he want? Like I started to hear like some media mm-hmm. people starting to be like, well, like, what does he want? And like how can Green Bay do anything about it? Like if they don't know. Yeah. What he wants. And they offered uh, and the, the the rumors of they offered him the long term deal and he said money's not the issue. Yes. Yeah. So, so I mean like, he made he made clear pretty on pretty early on that it was the front office and the culture mm-hmm. that was the issue. So he'll collect his bag this year. He'll go out and win another, you know, 12 games, make a playoff run mm-hmm. and then figure out what he, what he wants to do next. And yeah. And uh, same with Devonta Adams. I think he'll be a free agent next year too. Um, if he does decide to come back, I don't know if he was in the pictures. I don't remember seeing that, but obviously well, he, the, the Instagram post. Yeah. He, he was um, apparently like after the restructure with Rogers, the Packers were more hopeful that they'd be able to extend him long term. Mm-hmm. But even if you do that, it's like it just sort of it just sort of feels like a trade request coming like down the line. Like yeah. it's gonna be um, you know, you re-sign him for four years and then Rogers leaves next year, and then by training camp, he's requesting a trade. So it's like Yeah, so just, I well, I just think he'll do the same thing though when like a mm-hmm. like, there's essentially a chance where someone can go sign Devonta Adams, Aaron Rodgers in the offseason if they had the money to do it. That's kind of wild. Like, and they're just like, like again, the Broncos have Jerry Judy, a very good defense, a decent offensive line, some yeah. running game, and they can just go sign Devonta Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and essentially be a Super Bowl contender day one. Yeah, and just run it out with uh, you know, you versus you versus um Mahomes like in that division. Yeah, yeah. The division stinks, but it's like two people can make the playoffs anyways. And then once we Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like you're not it's not like only one of them makes it out of there. So and now you gotta do you have a is there gonna be an extra playoff team this year or 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 no? I feel like that's I feel like they said it was COVID, but that's one of those things that's gonna end up staying. Yeah, I can't remember. Like Um, even like the thing of like the seventeenth game this year is just so we can add eighteen next year. Yes. 
yeah yeah that's um yeah i i don't remember that exactly like how that's gonna work like the so the the one playoff the one like buy mm-hmm. is that still a thing or uh, that uh i don't know i can't remember those before. are the things that like you said you can't remember if they're like if they were only covid like season emergency policies or they definitely they... were but it's like again one of those things it's like um does that no it looks like it says 2021 2022 nfl playoffs template oh it's wikipedia of course but it yeah. only shows the one seed in the second round only the best sources so 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 it sounds like it's sticking then it sounds like it yeah which again like i said is they said it was covid but this because that's what they want to do the whole time. allegedly based on wikipedia so sources. allegedly yeah hashtag sources big j work here yeah. um another thing too before we move on to the next topic um your thoughts on the asking price for Deshaun Watson? It was basically like three first rounds, three first round picks, two high, two additional high picks, or instead of those two higher picks, uh, like startable, player. like starters, yeah. basically. Yeah. What were your thoughts there on was, that? Um, I saw as soon as that got released, everyone's like, "The Giants are idiots if they don't do this because they just traded for an extra first round pick." Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is that player that could at least garner the ability to maybe not add additional picks. They have three first round picks, I think, in the next like two years. And they have Daniel Jones. It's like, it was the dream made in heaven. I was just like waiting for it to announce that the Giants are going to get Deshaun Watson and I was going to cry. But I, I I think it's fair for, I mean, he is, the issue is just the timing of it all with all this stuff going on. It's like, you don't know how, like, if yeah. he's going to be able to play. But outside of that, like, assuming he's, like, assuming all the charges were dropped or something like that, if he was good to go, that's a fair asking price, I imagine, for a QB. We don't really see, it's that's why no, no, don't too many don't get traded because it's very hard to you know say like a player's worth all that right especially with that you know case linger yeah you add that it's like no one's gonna do that trade right now but i imagine every team sitting there like that's fair i we just not gonna do it now yeah i mean that would be interesting i mean if the giants could stay healthy like with all their Mm -hmm. weapons and if they could invest in the defense and then you have deshaun watson who um you know is obviously a, a stud on the field so um yeah that'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out so yeah last thing on the nfl we had kind of like the bucks parade well bucks that was weird bucks parade we had the bucks super bowl rings um the obviously they, they get their super bowl rings and they go to the white house off season um rings are crazy they just keep getting more insane every single year i mm. think that's that goes without saying um but also the the main story is the white house meeting first off the picture of brady next to bruce arians was all time looked like two different yeah. types of like creatures Right, like, those say, yeah, those like, weren't two humans next they to They are not other. the same. They are not the same species, basically. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if which one's an alien, but they were not the same species. Standing next to this, that picture was just hilarious. Um, and then also Brady gets on the mic and says, like, you know, half the country doesn't even think we won or like we actually won yet. Joe, you know about that, right? And then Joe, pay attention, said yes. And like, right, a, yeah, had, had quick he, little re- like robot like thing with it. So that was, yeah, no, he 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 knew how to, he was um alert at that point. And then, uh, you know, he made fun of Biden himself for uh, um, when Brady was playing in Chicago and forgot how many downs there were. He was yeah. saying that everybody, everybody was calling him Sleepy Tom. <laughs> um, so he 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 played it perfectly, he made fun mm-hmm. of both sides. Um, you just have to know, like, I, I mean. I would have paid pay-per-view to watch <laughs> Trump's reaction to that. Yeah, like, watching that clip on his phone. After Brady boycott, after Brady didn't go to two White House visits, um, you know, amongst many players, but he has a prior relationship with Trump. Like, you had to 
just imagine him <laughs> just punching air um, yeah. watching that. So, um, but yeah, he played it well. I mean, haven't we missed out the last 15, 20 years of Brady's like personality? I mean, sometimes yeah. I mean, he gets a little, he gets a little weird for me. But I mean, like, yeah, he's like, a, he's just ever like, he's like, if your dad was like insanely athletic, like, cause he, the jokes are very much like everyone's dad's jokes. They're just coming yeah. from a very handsome 43 year old man. Right. Right. Seven time <laughs> um, Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Man. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the uh, Super Bowls over his personality that whole time. Yeah, I just um, it it makes me think like, but but also part of it's like maybe the reason we think he's so funny now is because he's been on under such a tight leash. Like if he was doing this for twenty years, like we'd probably be like, okay, this is just like this is whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think he's stand- not. The social media team's very funny. Right. Well, I mean, he was funny at the at the. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing but yeah his, his social media team is is good and, and yeah you always wonder like how much of that is him and how much of that is, is yeah uh, like the wide receivers like he called them like jewels and danny and yeah all that stuff yeah is- i'm sure he has a content person walking around with him being like oh like wouldn't this be great if we did this but um yeah that was uh that was a cool cool trip and um yeah just that was a fun one and and gronk you know just seeing how many Super Bowl rings that they have, it's just like <laughs> absurd. Yeah. Um, absurd. Um, can, switching over to the Olympics, um, as I currently try and find, um, I mean, these Olympics just suck. Like, the, we just need to. to... Yeah, I, I was hoping you'd say the same thing because I, I know, I think you've not, I don't know if you've tweeted about it, but it's just like, I've used to love the Olympics growing up too. Like, I'm just like a sports fa- like sports fan. Like, I don't care what the sport is, I'll watch it. Like you just call it a sport and I'll watch it. So I used to love yeah. the Olympics growing up. Not that I was like watching a ton, but it's like you always pay attention. There's always certain sports you watched. But that first off, them being on like as far away as possible stinks. Like the time zone difference. Mm-hmm. Like I accidentally woke up in the middle of the night last night and I looked at my phone and the women's basketball was tipping off and it was like 2 30 in the morning. Yeah. So that stinks. Um, and then like you see, like you, you wake up in the morning, it's just like all the news that whatever happened right, or the the, Olympics that this night. morning it was like i wait i wake up and simone biles was like withdrawn from the thing and i was like yeah and it's like that happened like, for them middle of the day like well, right for us we're like seeing it like 6 a.m 7 a.m whenever you get up but it also so, the the fact that they won like it's 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 just impossible to know what's going on because one they're not letting i, I did tweet a, a couple things about it it's like um because i saw an article that said viewership of the olympics so far is like at a 10 year like low yeah or something like that or like a 10 10 olympic game low and it's like when you can't when you refuse to allow anybody to post on social media about it mm-hmm. like to post clips it's like you know i want to see okay sure i i'm i'm not going to sit down and watch an entire thing of rugby but i want to be able to see that cool moment that happens during the match yeah and but if you see a cool moment and it's close it. you're going to throw it on Oh, for sure. That's another like, thing too. Like, like second I mean, half, and you see like a clip. Right. It's like what's I don't know how what how, what the rugby's are. I think it's halves, but or even the fact like I'm trying to find right now. I think I think the men's basketball team is playing right now, but I I don't know what time it's I, in, but... I can't find the game. I think they're I think the men's basketball games are only on Peacock. Yeah, that was not great. Uh, tomorrow at twelve forty. So tonight, essentially, they're on in two hours from now. Um, they play Iran. Um, 
I'm trying to think because I I saw I just saw yeah. someone tweet like is Team USA okay and I don't know if they're talking about I could have just like, done a mental health checkup on how bad they're playing and that game yeah, against France but I get but, like it was just it, this person's like a basketball person but it's like I don't know are they talking about the men the women like the USA like team in general like it was just so i was i'm looking around like on my youtube tv trying yeah to wednesday, wednesday july 28th at 12 40 on nbc um, 12 40 eastern time yes yep. so tomorrow afternoon that they'll, they'll be playing no to, in two hours oh 12 40 40 a.m in the morning yeah okay yeah, yeah. oh shit All right. yeah so i mean luckily they scheduled their first game and last game like their next game is saturday at 8 a.m again it's a weekend at 8 a.m but that's like as good as you're going to get for the like Tokyo. Like I'm okay with waking up early to watch something like I, yeah. I think women's soccer's last game started at 6am. Um, and it's like, if you're really into it, I get waking up at that time for that, like a specific sport, but it's like, well, don't you, don't you do it for like, starting like, soccer, right? Yeah. I wake, up like eight, I wake up at 8am. Yeah. Cause it's in yeah. England. Um, but that's like a weekly thing, obviously. And, but like when they, this, I mean, it is USA versus Iran. But to start to start the game at one a.m. essentially. Listen, at this point, at this point, we can't be picking and choosing. You know who we're beating. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'll take the beating. win. But it's like I also would like to watch it, maybe. But it's I'm still not think they're fine, though. I I still think they're fine. I think you know the I I right now I'm I'm the guy playing the violin on top of the Titanic right now because like mm-hmm. I'm just we're just I think we're good. We're not sinking. Um, yeah, it's one of those things you have that much talent. Eventually, it's just gonna work out. Like the, every single game, you would yeah. expect to get better. Like sure, yeah. I mean, theory. that's what I say every game, and then you get torched by Evan Turner. So like, yeah. that was a tough. Uh, that had some some old Brad Stevens Bridge Celtics uh, throwback there. But um, other than that, though, I mean, the obviously some big updates were Na- Naomi Osaka lost, which she's representing Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simone Biles stepped out for uh, mental health. Yeah, just the um, team, at least as of now. Um, yeah, which I think fit in the solo. I mean, I don't know. Like, part of me thinks like she'll probably be back, but the other part of me was like, the reaction to it was so toxic today. Like, I just saw, mm-hmm. I've, I've just been seeing, you know, Clay Travis, whose basically entire existence is to stick his finger in the wind and be like, "What's getting people mad today?" and 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 let me t- assume that as my opinion. Um, like, I mean, she's getting, it's it's just she's getting a ton of support. And then there are a ton of people um, like I saw one thing. It was like uh, it was like two things that middle-aged white men know nothing about mental health and the gymnastics and gymnastics. It's like, and that's all they were talking about today. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, another thing too, is I just got the alert. Uh, Katie Ledecky. I watched her the other night. Um, she just lost again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. But then we also had the seventeen-year-old from Alaska win gold. Yes, surprisingly yeah. upset. So it's like that's there what, are cool moments. Always, that is always one thing about the Olympics is like, you know, when Michael Phelps is on his way out, Katie Ledecky is on her way in. Like there will always, it at least for the foreseeable future. Like there are all you know the United States is is primed to just continue having success, but. Um, but yeah, that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be fascinating to watch. Yeah, so it's like uh, that was. I, I'm happy you said that though. I, I was I was very disappointed in that I couldn't get involved with the Olympics this year as much, just with the coverage, with the tweets not being allowed, like the oh, IOC just, banning everything. Feels, like I even have weird. Peacock, and like because I again NBC is soccer <laughs> for mm-hmm. Eng- England, so I have Peacock. Is um, it free? Pe- well, there is. There's, so free? there's 
There's a free peacock. There's a peacock that you can pay for with ads. So yeah. like technically, I guess no. Um, and then there's a peacock you can pay for that's ad free. Um, I think I just pay for the one with ads. So I, I think I think you can get the peacock app for free no matter what, and it'll display games that are on NBC if you and so you can connect with like your TV provider. So but, why do like, you pay for it then if there's ads? Well, there's, well peacock premium. Okay, so you pay Hulu, like Hulu has ads too, and you can pay like, right. Can pay okay, so but what I'm saying is like, what do you get out of paying for it? Like for you personally, like what are you? Well, there's why games are you, that are specific are you to Peacock, and you can only watch on Peacock if you've paid okay, for so it. Okay, so like your soccer and premium, like yeah, there are Peacock premium games, and same with the Olympics. Gotcha. There are pre- Peacock premium Olympics stuff as well, I believe. Is that, not, I mean, I mean, that would that would suck if like the men's game team was like behind a paywall? Well, no, they'll <laughs> they'll never do it for those. Okay. But it's it's but like if things. you want to watch like cross country, I, I say cross country skiing. It's the Summer Olympics, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like it'll be like some ra- it'll be some like random sport, and they'll yeah. just have it on Peacock Premium, like that. Uh, just to have the... like an, it's almost like to add additional channels. It's like the cost of covering like having like seventeen different channels going right. at once. Right. It's like okay, if you wanna, if you're one of the thirty people that wants to watch like the uh, the mall walking, like yeah, you know, pay for it uh okay all right so that's one thing i got that i don't know how much the olympics is actually putting behind a paywall because i haven't like tuned into peacock that much but mm-hmm. um the all the basketball games I actually just checked we're all on nbc so they should all be able to be watched that peacock okay. at least the all groups right. whatever group stage or whatever they're in right now preliminary yeah, game, i mean I've, i haven't been able to watch I w- i've watched more of like the qualifiers than i did of the actual uh, yeah because they did those in america but yeah right so they're right. out at re- so. reasonable times not starting at 1 a.m um but moving on um from the olympics we have college sports i'll let you well i will preface it by saying yeah you can see it up the big news was that texas and oklahoma have submitted to join the sec um and that i believe that the note came out today of them like submitting it and it says like starting 2025 which is crazy like when you hear that news it's like so it's not gonna be next year but it'll be like the year after no it's like four years down the line um but it makes sense. Like obviously all these teams want to get in the SEC because they just essentially get all the recruits now too with it. Like mm. Texas and Oklahoma are both like insanely good teams as was. Um, but now they just get all the SEC recruits that don't go to like LSU or Alabama. And then no, this Clemson hat was not on purpose either because they're not in the SEC either. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them to like request to join as well. I mean, it just seems like it, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, massive, massive news. Uh, you know, I am not, as I've said, uh, many a time on this show, I'm not a college football fan. Uh, part of me uh, refused to watch. Basically, you know, I, I don't know. I just find the game more boring compared to the professionals. Um, part of me was like, I'm not going to watch out of protest for the uh, um, for like the players not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that's that's a thing of the past. And obviously, we grew up in in the Northeast, where there's Northeast is huge. Yeah, if you don't find a team you like outside the Northeast, it's right. football. Like BC, every once in a while, will make a run. They'll have like a couple, like Andy Isabel was there a couple years ago. Like they'll they'll mm-hmm. have like a couple talented players, and they'll put together a few games. But if you're in the Northeast and you don't find like, I feel like everyone in the Northeast that watches college football has like a random college they root for. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like I for me, I root for PC and basketball. But like other than that, like I didn't go there, but it's just because of a local connection. Like, yeah, like, like a lot of people root for BC, like B- BC, not PC, or like yeah. UConn like with football. A, yep. Yeah, UConn's a common one because their basketball team's so good. But again, UConn's mm-hmm. football team is awful. Um, so for me, um, it's a major announcement, Rob. Major mm-hmm. announcement. Um, 
I am officially entering what do they call it? The transfer portal now. Um, I am uh, a four star sport fan, four star, not five, because I'm not like painting my face, you know, yeah, you're not traveling to a game, right? Um, so I'll say four star, um, four star recruit open for business, free agency. Um, I am going to eventually. I have not set a timetable yet, especially I was hoping that this um, wasn't going to take until 2025 for these teams to come over to the SEC. Um, But I am open for business for college fandom um, and and college football. And I'm trying to figure it out, like how, how it's going to work. Like, do I pick a school that, you know, am I rooting for them in all sports or is it just football? Um, you know, do I want an athletic program that is good at, you know, baseball, basketball, and football, which are the sports that I follow? Um, you know, trying to figure out like the balance between coaches and like how, you know, mm-hmm. ethical they are versus like the program, which it seems like in college it's more about the program and less about like the coach because the coach. Yeah, outside of like SEC, coach. essentially. Right. Well, the coaches like, come and go. Like even, yeah. even there, like, I mean, uh, uh, Coach O has like only been there for a couple of a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, it was less miles before um, that. But yeah, I I think I'm gonna I'm officially gonna start paying more attention to college football, hmm. and eventually in the future I'm going to adopt a team. We'll have and, to workshop it throughout the show, like throughout the next up not upcoming episodes, but like just yeah. whenever whenever we talk college sports, we'll have to like maybe get a get a check in on, on where where you're headed. This yeah, hat, by the I, way, I'm wearing a Clemson hat. It's not gonna show up because we're not doing a video. This Clemson hat, it's way too small for my head if you can't see. It's like their old logo too and everything. It's literally from, I think, when I was about 10. And I just yeah, still like have it kicking around. But it's like doesn't fit my head right now because it's so small. So I was a fan before they were good because they were not very good. I just, I, I, my mom said pick out a hat at, uh, this is how literally, yeah. this, this could be something Big dog do. Guy. Um, My mom said pick out a hat when I was like 10 when we went to Olympia Sports, which is like, they're hardly even around anymore. But I and I walked up. I was like, I loved orange back then. Orange was my favorite color back then, and it had a popper. And I was like, we're, we're we're sold. The Clemson, like, and I didn't know who it was. And it says Clemson on yeah. the back. So I've been following him since then. So you just knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be a thing before. Yeah, before he was. Else. He's younger than me, so I was. He was probably like, what just elementary born. school? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was like middle school. middle elementary school when I when I picked up this hat, but. Um, but yeah, so that's how it I, happened I think, to me. I, I kind of fell ass backwards into it. I think that's how a lot of people are. Like, it'll be a recruit that comes through that you just happen to like get a hold of. Like, I'm surprised that you're not like a Michigan guy. Like, almost with uh with Quiddy Pay coming through there. But I guess it's a little too late because he's gone now. As you're kind of yeah, getting into it, it, it is. It's gonna take something like that. Uh, you know, I gr- growing up, I would say you know, I because I remember watching like the big. I've always watched the big games. So like, I remember yeah. like the usc um what was it the usc versus uh texas yes that's um, the vince young matt liner right vince young yeah. yeah like i remember watching those games i remember when like notre dame was like really good mm-hmm. um i remember manti teo uh, uh like i remember Man- the manti teo stuff yeah. i remember um uh blanking on the guy's name now uh marcus mariota and james mm-hmm. winston like i remember all I- i've yeah, i've james followed- winston's fsu if you right, pick I FSU, follow the- hate you i follow the sport I just don't watch the games yeah. and um, but yeah, I, I just, I'm going to try and workshop, you know, how, you know, um, you know, what, what is important to me. And, and I, you know, like I said, 
you know, finding a program that I feel like is, is a, an upstanding one. Um, you know, I'd love a coach that doesn't put their foot in their foot in their mouth all the time. Hmm. Um, yeah, I won't, I won't, I wasn't going to try to sell you on Clemson with Dabo there anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Dabo's <laughs> Being out. very uh, much anti paying the players. I don't think Dabo's this would be a, a great sell. Like I said, uh, Dabo was, did say there. that he would, Dabo did say that he would quit coaching um, if before play, paying the players. I guess he's he's skirting out of there because the checks aren't going to be you know having his name on them. But yeah, um, trying to figure out what else I was thinking of. Um, you know, obviously familiarity. Like it, it, I'm trying to think long term, but yeah, you know, we both listened to part of my take and like um, you know there are college coaches that come through there. Like obviously LSU and Coach O is like. Mm-hmm. I would say they're a front runner also yeah. because like one of my friends from, from work went to LSU, worked at LSU or, you know, spent some time at LSU, massive LSU fan. Obviously I got to watch them win a national championship recently. Um, yeah. It's like, it's tough. Cause you don't want to pick somebody who's like the front runner right now. It's right. Like, like I, I could say, I think that's what you're hinting at with like the, you did hope this wasn't until 2025. Cause like getting on Oklahoma now might be great. Like, cause they're, they're, you know, middle of the road, like they're good. They're an upper tier. Like you're never going to pick like a, you're not going to pick like a mid major. Cause that would make no sense. Right. No, no. But, yeah. I w- but like I you're not going to, you don't want to pick, gonna... you don't want to pick like Alabama or Clemson or, or like right. a big, Alabama's like, out. Yeah, Alabama like you don't want to like even LSU is like you could pick them, but it's like everyone be like, well, you just pick them because they're like really, really good right now. But getting it on like Oklahoma now would be amazing. Like by yeah, even um like like Texas, honestly, like it's literally going to be for the most trivial reasons. One, because I've been to the stadium, um, Matthew McConaughey, and like I, I just feel like a I've been to te- I've been to Austin, Texas for a week, and I just feel like I'm like i've spent a year there yeah um, that's what that's so all that's a, take, yeah, something like that that's a connection and then obviously they're moving to the sec like i said i have a prior experience with like notre dame like i i like their colors like i'm not going to get so childish with it that it's like oh like clemson has a paw print on their like hat. yeah like, like, yeah i don't think i'd be picking the same like way now no no it but is, like, it is funny the- that notre dame is it notre dame is like the go-to like people from the northeast picking like a football team as well yeah well it's because we're all irish like, yeah. We're all Catholics and Irish and like, yeah. that's like literally the connection, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's up for, you know, any, and then there are other schools too. Like, you know, um, like Penn is always like an interesting school. Um, you know, I, I like their, their new coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. You Frank. get the pac 12, like is always fun, a fun one to watch, like, but that's a tough one. You're not gonna be able to watch their games. Week right. In, week yeah, out, yeah. Cause they don't start till like 10 PM. Right. Like Oregon, like always has like the sickest yeah. uniform. Well, Oregon and, would be so. a good one for you. Cause I can imagine as a uniform guy, like you would like, oh, them, love but, it. but like they don't, their games don't start till 10 PM sometimes. So it's yeah. like, where does that, like you have to factor in being able to actually watch them live. Yeah. So, so we'll, so we're going to workshop that. I'm going to, I'm going to try and actually watch some college football this year. Um, it's very maybe, fun. It's, it's very different. Maybe honestly, I'm, I may have to start like betting on it. Honestly, like I've, I've never, I've never, uh, like sports bet outside of mm-hmm. fantasy, but that may be, and again, maybe that can be some other content for the show is me figuring out how to, how to bet on sports and, yeah. and, and that. So I, that's actually good. Just, Cause it is, it is outside. I, I like college football for it's it, there's no fantasy attached to it. So yeah. it's like, I'm thinking of different things. Like, again, like I like Clemson, but like outside of that, like, and there's not 31 other teams. There's like a hundred other teams that could be playing at the same time. Yeah. Um, like that. And then it's also just like, even with March madness too, like sometimes you just don't have to root for a team. Cause it's just so much fun. Like it's fun stuff going on. Maybe, and also, maybe that's, Maybe that's how I Maslow's like, you know, Maslow's like, or, or was, was it, is it Maslow or Pat? No, it, Pavlov's like dog, right? It was like yeah. the psychology one. Yeah, like, yeah. like, 
maybe that's how I psychologically like trick myself into rooting for a team is by like putting money on the line. Like, yeah, um, they, they cash in like two, three bets, like over the (laughs) right. Like over a month. Like it's like, well, they're, they're my team now. Right. I mean, I was sitting, I was sweating out watching uh, middle relievers and setup men the other day, like just for a fantasy win that had no money on the line. So yeah. um, Yeah. If I throw a couple bucks on, on an Oklahoma, on an LSU or on a Texas, I will be rooting for them Mm -hmm. very quickly. Go some Midwestern love too. So yeah, that will be something that we're going to explore again, no timetable set. um, But I will be publicly making the announcement as we get closer. I'll be tweeting it um, that I am. I may, may even go in the Twitter bio that um, officially a college football free agent. And um, we'll see. I'll tell you it's fun. It's different. It's fun. We'll see. But yeah, I, I, like I said, I always catch the big games, but it's just the, um, you know, I've never, seen a recruit go to a school and been like you know awesome like yeah like that's 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 cool so yeah um and then i gotta figure out like am again am i doing it just for football or am i doing it for like because mm-hmm. basketball it's like i root for pc like would i be a fraud for rooting for uh clemson's like i have no outside of uconn i have no basketball interest really like and uconn was just because yeah. i thought i was gonna go there as a kid growing up like in like yeah. third grade i thought that was like the school i was gonna go to so, so and like even like be... clemson like clemson were in the term this year outside of like maybe putting them around further than I should have in like my bracket. Like I didn't mm-hmm. actively root for them because it's like for March Madness, I'm like a free agent the entire time because March Madness yeah. is just, it's almost too fun to have a rooting interest in. Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I kind of stick around just for football as like the actual rooting interest in the team. I have no, I don't, I don't really care too much about basketball or, or baseball. Yeah. So we'll see. So if, um, if you have suggestions, if you're a college football nut, um, tweet, tweet us at playoff politics, um and let me know what team i should be uh rooting for but yeah and we'll see that thing says 2025 i have to imagine that it's gonna come way sooner than yeah they, that's just like when they're requesting they could they could things could shift around it, like yeah. it's not crazy to see realignment in in college sports so very much could happen sooner than later um and i i think i've heard like the pac-12 thinking about realigning too so all that could be in together um but moving on, we do have a, you know, kind of just internet topic close to home as well. Like this would have been a yeah. topic probably anyways, but the fact that it's close to home and I know where it is um, and have been near near there uh, adds just that level to it. We're calling it Camp Nightmare. I don't actually have the name in front of me, um, but it's essentially this camp. It was $3,400 for two weeks, um, just a summer camp. I mean, if anyone's, especially from the Northeast, like specifically like this region, like even up North, um, summer camps are a huge thing, especially for, like if you're an outside of city, like we have a couple by like where I grew up that like a lot of inner city kids got to go to, like they just took a bus up from the inner city. Cause it's like mm-hmm. just so different. Um, so this was $3,400 though. I don't know if that's the same sort of thing going on per kid for two weeks. Basically a story came out. Food was delivered late to the camp from Cisco. Um, who was the camp, like the, they're providing all the food. They counselors, they apparently been hired like 48, 24 to 48 hours before the camp started. So they had no training. Um, they, it's an overnight camp. So that's something I never had to deal with growing up. I was always a day camp kid, um, never overnight. So they're overnight. So there's just unwashed dishes piling up and they're using those dishes again, even though they're dirty, um, kids being quarantined because we're still COVID going on. And then at least one counselor punched in the face by a kid. Um, Steve, can you read that quote from the kid? They had the kids write notes. Can you read? Yeah. So this was, this was like a ransom style note that was, um, the, the way it was found was the camper wrote it, but couldn't figure out like how to send it to mm-hmm. their parents. 
So when the parents ended up picking up the kid, once this was all over, they yes. found it like rolled up in the jacket pocket of the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, uh, this is again, the kid to the parents. We have been in tears, bored and devastated the whole day. The camp director is lying to you all. You have to trust us. You have to. We are not joking and we are not having fun. So many things are wrong with this place. Um, and I feel like 90% of dads that would have read that would have been like, he just had a bad day. Yeah. Like, you know, it adds to it that we forgot to preface that the camp got shut down early. So yes. I was reading the, I was reading the cost 3,400 for two weeks. It was only two week camp. Anyways, got shut down early. The, right. the six the days camp, it got, it got, it got shut down after six days. So yeah, the camp had said week. that it was the food being delivered late is why they ended up shutting it down. Obviously you have kids saying that it's like, clearly there's something else going on. Um, but yeah, no, it was, that it was a crazy, I was just reading. It, it was just like that, that quote reads of much worse things going on than a bad day at camp. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm reading about one of these guys that were um, that were hired. Uh, it said a number of staffers told the Globe they were hired during that period and received minimal vetting or training. "Quote: I was hired about four days before the campers arrived," uh, said MJ Lowry, a 21-year-old counselor. This summer, they just kind of said, "Hey, you were referred. We'll send you an application. You seem to be qualified. Do you want the position?" The kids described his training as I played kickball and got to see the turtle and frog in the pond and <laughs> learned about tadpoles. It was stuff like that. So, I mean, these are the kids, these are the, the, the young adults that were responsible for um, supervising this camp that was mm-hmm. clearly uh, not ready to, um, to be successful, but yeah, pretty close to home. Uh, I was. Camp, uh, you said camp's I run think you for said, eighty-five years. It said so. I think you said you're not. You weren't a camp kid growing up. I mean, I, you're from more of a city area than I would say I am. Yeah, I mean, uh, they had they had some. They had they had camps. Um, but no, I mean, I had a stay-at-home mom who you know was able to keep us entertained during the summers. But I mean, I would have I would have I could have gone to a five-star resort camp and I would have treated it like this. Like I yeah. just you know not, being not your cup of tea. Being a stowaway for a week, like just sound you know with people you know kids that there's always like i feel like you get two types of camp counselors you either get the one that's like way too energetic and involved and then you get the one that like just would rather die than be there mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean this was it'd be interesting to see how camp uh what's the name it's got a, a weird name yeah it's a very like native american name right camp uh Kine barge yeah uh it'll be interesting to see how they how they bounce back but moltenboro new hampshire yes, shout not too out far, not too far from here um for um, for a local fire fest here yes uh one thing i was a camp counselor for four years it's amazing but i also did a day which camp. one were you were you uh, the one that wanted to die or were you the the unlike the, my the resident assistant history i was probably i don't know i would have been somewhere in between because i i really enjoyed it and like i actually i i always had the youngest group too so i had like five-year-olds i'm glad um, you didn't so, tell me i wouldn't have slandered them so hard no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I, I, we were at day camp, so it was like, com- I mean, that's completely different. Right. So um, you weren't responsible of like tucking kids in at night. Yeah, and... we had one overnight and that was like hell on earth. We had mm. one sleepover where we had to like plan games for the night. They'd go to camp yeah. all day. Then we'd stay there all night. Stuff like that. So imagine having games. to do this for imagine having to do that for two weeks. Yeah, that would that, that would be awful. Um, but <laughs> I, it, I don't know. That, that's crazy. to hear. At do you have any crazy. war stories? Like what's the worst thing that ever happened? Like while you were a camp counselor? 
or honest, at camp. there was really nothing because like again it was no. pretty it was pretty laid back it was just a day thing a lot of the parents mm. came and sat at the beach anyways because it's like a okay, small so town anyways and like 99 yeah. of the campers are like summer residents so they're all their whole family's up for the summer anyways they just the kids go to camp yeah. um and the parents end up coming sitting on the beach so it wasn't too it was crazy it was like 10 a.m to 4 p.m anyways so it really wasn't too bad like at most like you have to go up to like the we had like a little lodge and you'd have to cook with them and like cooking with five-year-olds is impossible you just essentially do all the cooking and then they they eat it after i'm i'm just reading more here it says uh uh in the kitchen the commercial dishwasher was broken which meant unclean dishes were provided to kids during meals uh a counselor known as dodger who worked in food prep uh, said it says Chesterfield also said in the week leading up to a camp in, up to camp a staffer's child was served a mostly raw meatball <laughs> during a meal the cook was subsequently dismissed the globe confirmed this account with another staffer um, the dishwasher had been an issue for one meal uh, and other dishes were properly washed said the camp so yeah I couldn't uh, imagine cooking for them like I said when I said cooking we were doing like cookies and brownies and stuff like that like at most, like there was no like actual food cooking that we weren't responsible for any of the meals. So, like I couldn't even imagine trying to cook like that. But, but yeah, wild. It'll be interesting to see how they how they bounce back. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can only imagine like the fire fest is bad enough when you get like a bunch of spoiled, uh, you know, young people. Um, but to have, you know, because at least the young people can sort of fend for themselves. But mm-hmm. to have, you know, to being getting sometimes little kids suck and like getting, you know, punched in the face and hit in the head by, by one is just, uh, mm-hmm. and it sounds like it's not like a local camp thing too. It's like these parents were dropping them off from Massachusetts. So it's like, you know, hour and a half, two hour drive of traffic um, yeah. up there. So it's like the kids probably felt stranded too. Like on, like on top of that, like for them, that's pro- like two and a half hours as a kid is like, feels like it's like days apart of travel. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, fun, fun summer camps. Hopefully uh, everyone else is who's listening. Uh, hopefully their summer camps go, uh, uh, much more smoothly than this but yes uh, um but that does bring us to the tweets of the week i i never remember who went first last time uh let's see i'll uh i'll kick things off first just because i feel like there's a chance you may have seen mine okay. um just make sure that you allow me to share the screen while i get oh, this true, pulled yeah. up here yeah. uh, that because again this, one a saved option. this was going around and i just just so absurd that i i don't even know uh like how it can be possible mm-hmm. um but let's see perfect um oh, i literally just saw this today for the first time but I mean, that's just, I don't even know how that happens. Like, I don't, I always thought like underneath those was like sewage and it's and stuff like that. Like not whatever can be set on fire and stuff like that. I mean, I, this is the longest, uh, like clip that I've seen actually uh, like before I really only saw like, like up him to the, disa- that. Yeah. I saw like him disappear into the smoke. Like I didn't even see like his body come out of there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always been anti like walking over those things just because you feel like, like you're going to fall through. Yes. Um, but I mean, just 
talk about having a bad day. Like it's just, I mean, you, you're just walking into a convenience store to buy some milk and a egg, bacon and cheese sandwich. And you just get absolutely blown to shreds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to get paid by the city though. Oh my God. He's going to have, he's going to have a box at Yankee stadium and <laughs> in no time. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just, uh, this is again, like, these are the stories that make me go digging for like a follow-up like i need to know this guy's name like i need to follow like what happens next like you said he's gonna get paid Mm -hmm. i want to know the updates on the the legal proceedings like i want i want to know when it's this guy versus the state of new york like what is their what is the state's like legal defense you know what i mean like um you know the guy farted like as he walked by <laughs> and like that's what that's what caused it so um yeah like i said i, I don't even know how you how do those what what's in there i mean i guess it is in new york city like great where people probably just throwing stuff down all day yeah like but well, like yeah, what there's probably what goes like in there? gas or methane or something like that but yeah i guess i just I mean, don't know how underneath the city works but it's really the real issue but that is that was a massive explosion. That, that looked, I'm surprised the cars next to it had nothing wrong. That explosion was so big, I thought the cars would just explode on impact next to them. <laughs> I mean, it just it looked like a, like an IED like went off. Yeah. Like yeah, that's like some shit you see in Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the man walked away probably with a new perspective on life and a, a hefty bag waiting for him. So uh, yeah. that is my. Uh, man survives sidewalk explosion was my <laughs> how is twitter free tweet of the week I will over to you Rob. sharing mine right here so the tweet says security definitely does not get paid enough for this <laughs> um not sure if you saw this clip but it's at a bar i haven't but i'm just looking at the, the position that this man is in right now <laughs> so they have him on like this little shuttle cart for people yeah that we're at a bar right now right yes you could definitely tell it's a bar like that red bull stand is like just every bar you can picture exactly what this is like fresh yeah. match vegas like has all these everywhere um mm, secure big security guard at night th- has an even maybe bigger man strewn over some sort of cart you know this is also probably like... he's on a chair on a refrigerator dolly <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say what's the what's your bet on what time it is right now <laughs> oh my god no jim ross man's got a family uh i mean it's funny how some people treat (laughs) (laughs) he is collapsed out of the chair and there is no chance he's getting up and they're not getting him up either well, I mean, at least that man had the decency. Well, the security guard's a huge dude as well, and you know he's thinking the same thing. He's oh, like, yeah. I, at least yeah, I'd rather someone respect me by some unit on unit respect right there. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so but the one... camera work, I mean, the, the I mean, the camera guy could get any closer. <laughs> so that I mean, I was dying at the clip. And two, their other reason I wanted to um, share that was because the quote tweet of it says, this is how they wield that first vaccine in. <laughs> And I believe that was one of our first oh. tweet of the week, or was in our first, like, first or second episode of recording this. Um, oh. It was like the the what was it like the draft music or like the WWE intro music, and it was them wheeling the first vaccine in. Oh um, my god! And so I don't remember that. I don't. I you said that we talked about that earlier, but I don't. I, I don't, remember I don't know if it was a tweet of the week or if we just like you and I were talking about it, like oh maybe leading up god. to the show. Yeah. But it was literally when like that first vaccine and that clip went viral, of them like wheeling it into like CDC <laughs> or whatever. 
Oh, unreal. But I, I, what I was going to say before is I, I love how I love how some people. Well, there's the uh, clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love right. It's like the Stanley Cup. Um, I love how some people treat like any camera, any camera as if like it's going to be seen by a million people. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was zero need for that woman to start twerking on that man's unconscious body. <laughs> I but... That's what you were saying that as like, guess what time this is. And I was like, well, there you go. There's a woman twerking on a, like a collapsed man's body. I couldn't. Oh, I was going to say like what? Yeah, I was, uh, I was wondering what. I'm looking at this tweet. It says so everyone missed the girl twerking in front of the hand truck while security being uh, drinking victims unit. Uh, <laughs> someone's in moving them like a washing machine. <laughs> I mean, that's just oh my god. Yeah, I, I mean, it, oh, you could you go got, on forever on these replies. On a you gotta wonder. Place. You gotta wonder what it was like when he woke up. Like, did they just? <laughs> Go go down one sec. I, what what was with the dog? Was there a dog there? Oh, it's just it's just one of those things where it's all the ads that they once their tweet goes oh, viral, they start okay, they yeah. get paid, they get like percentage of if they right, someone bots. actually buys those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hilarious. Views, the the video by itself was crazy, and I thought we talked about the wheeling in the vaccine clip. I we probably did. I that's just such a classic. Like yeah, I mean if there was music to that, you got like the the fox. Uh, the fox uh injury like cut to commercial like yeah as the guy gets wheeled off yeah it's yeah and just stanley cup finals or the and whatever but i i died laughing seeing that clip i mean it's just an all-time clip and then obviously the quote tweet on it on top of it so that was my house twitter free tweet of the week i mean we had we had you know two sides of the same coin we we had two people that you know this man my my tweet of the week guy had a nuke dropped on him and he was showed more life than the guy that you had in in, <laughs> in yours yeah he at least had the awareness to step up and get out of the situation this guy this guy just this guy just rolled over and just died. The, the drive the drive-by twerk just like uh, again for, <laughs> for a video there. again like it was shown to two million people but at the time like it was probably just like going on some guy's instagram story yeah um and and you know she's just being, being a huge help. imagine if she was like part of the paramedic team or something like that <laughs> she has security on her back or something <laughs> right right she's got to like load him up into like the ambulance and and bring him to the hospital so yeah i mean when was this july 22nd i feel like that man's still there like he's just oh, they've, yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. they've closed down the club and and caution taped it and and uh god just great yeah so Great that was stuff. my house Twitter free to the week. Um, as always, if you see something like that, send it to us on Twitter. The links will be down in the description below. Play up some politics. Um, and then, yeah, play up some politics, send it there. Those will all be down in the description, um, as well as links to any of the podcasting platforms. So if you watch this through TikTok or if you, ca- if you catch us on like iTunes or something like that and you want to watch it, listen on Spotify, we're on all those as well. All those will be down in the description below as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you got so- a. You got a new, uh, or, or not new, but you're returning uh, with podcasts uh, coming out, right? Uh, regarding yes. FIFA and soccer, if you want to Yeah, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a podcast we did over the past, like, two years. Um, it's just very FIFA, very niche if you're into soccer, into FIFA. Um, yeah. yeah, we just talked about FIFA, so we, that's Foot Live Pod, um, and that's on all platforms as well. So if you do enjoy yeah, FIFA, go check that out. We're an open relationship here. We share. So. Yes. Yeah. And you just released Plus and Politics. But obviously, if they go follow you on Twitter, they would have seen that as well. Your, your new episode had come out yesterday. Sure. 
as yep. well talking more i think so a little bit of a little bit of everything for uh for everyone yeah i went more in, in depth uh regarding like the nfl and their covid policies and vaccine uh, passports and stuff like that so you know smorgasbord over here uh between the two of us so yeah uh, that's what podcasting yeah. is it's finding your niche and, and listen to people that follow the same niche so for sure um but yeah if you did enjoy obviously subscribe on all those podcasts and platforms follow us on all social media and we'll see you next time see you